even begin with this podcast, I'm going to say that yes, I know I sound exhausted. And normally, you're probably like, Emily, I haven't even started the podcast. I'm going to exit out. Well, please don't do that. But I want to be completely honest. Usually, I make voices and I'm funny and I believe I'm funny. I look back and I'm like, Emily, that's so funny. But I'm looking back at the first six scenes maybe and it's it's midnight on a Saturday and I'm like Emily what in the world were you trying to say because now I can't even understand what you're trying to say and the reason why I'm being so transparent right now is because I feel like a lot of people don't mention that they mess up and I don't know how many of you guys actually want to start a podcast but I'm gonna say that it's completely okay and we're human and we have a life and normally I'm like okay well I can just do it next week but I realize that if I don't do it this week then I'm never gonna do it again and so I don't want to quit just because I guess writer's block would kind of be the word so bear with me on this episode continue listening but just know that double date is gonna come up and it's gonna be amazing so without further ado I'm gonna allow you guys to listen to what I have recorded let's go Hi, my name is Emily. Welcome to JC's Creek, where I talk about Pacey and Joey as a couple and as individuals. Today, we're talking about them as individuals because we are on Season 1, Episode 9, and there's only one scene of them today, which is very depressing, you guys. I will say that, but there was a lot of scenes of Joey, and I was very proud of her this episode with Jen, and if you know, you know. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And then we're going to talk about Pacey, Billy, and Dawson. But one announcement that I want to make is if you have not followed my new Instagram, it is Pacey Witters Episodes. It will be in the show notes. It's the same thing as my other Instagram, but just in video form. So if you like my other Instagram, definitely give that a follow. If not, you don't have to. And then my second thing is if you want to follow along with my newsletter, it's just going to give you guys a little updates on the podcast. So I just wanted to point that out there. It's not going to give your email out or anything. Don't worry. But and the last thing I want to say is if you want to follow along with YouTube, definitely go follow along. Subscribe to the channel. Let me know if you're listening down below. And voila! Or you can just follow along on any other platform. So without further ado, let's get into it. We have 12 scenes of Joey, 8 scenes of Pacey, and 1 scene of them together. Kind of. And then it's this episode is called Road Trip. There's It came out on March 17th, 1998. The scene we see of Joey is, of course, in Dawson's bedroom. We see Dawson sadly looking at the win- at his window and Joey sat on the bed and said, Dawson, the neighbor girl dumped you. No one died. Just get over it. Supportive, Joey. So supportive there. Dawson said, "I, what I always like when I deal with breakups, it, it was 48 hours ago. And, you know, I... I include the states of limitation of pain. He then says, It's not a matter of time, Dawson. It's a matter of degrees. You have an Ian, and you stare at Jen's house like it's going to disappear, and 
I've seen you at school. You spy. It's twisted. I'm also afraid to ask what movie you brought back tonight. Joey plainly just described my love wife right there. Thanks, Joe. And then Joey just sitting there kind of mouth wide as Dawson Sapley says, Sid and Nancy, and Joey goes, <laughs> Joey then says, See, your problem is that you're getting that you're getting off on this. Dawson then, as he's getting up from the window and going to his desk, says, Sorry, Joey, and then picks up the E.T. doll. It's just tough to come up with creative moping strategies once I realize that everything I'm, I'm about is exactly what turned her off. <laughs> this is me. That's <laughs> so sad. And he continues by saying, it's not like I can learn how to dance, learn how to dance, and get a new haircut or something. Joey then reminds him that she dumped you, not your belief system. One of the funniest but saddest lines right here is Dawson says, "Directed romance, honesty, and respect." Every time I see Billy outside outside her house, I'm reminded. Okay, first of all, <laughs> Billy just keeps coming around. I don't know if you guys. I've seen that episode in a long time, if you watched it yesterday or anything like that. But Billy was one of those characters who just kept coming around because he can. Just to kind of annoy Jen in a lot of ways because he wanted her back. And he annoyed me from the very beginning. I still have, like, he looks familiar, but I don't recognize him from anywhere. And it's kind of sad, like, alright, Billy. And then Jen just plainly just needed time for herself to work out all these things and then like these two guys just keep coming around joey then says well everything reminds you of her and he goes no i love that part joey then tells tells him dawson you've only kn known the girl for three months how can pot how can everything possibly remind you of her dawson goes I don't know, Joey. I can't explain it. And Joey just looks very annoyed. It's just, it just does. And then he goes on his bed. Joey then says, fine, let's just watch the movie. And then gets the remote that's under him. And she goes, this conversation is, is becoming far too dis disturbing. Turns on the TV to see Jen. Literally, this, <laughs> this sure, this sure reminded Dawson of Jen. <laughs> and then... Dawson covers his face with the pillow as Joey sits there like, what in the world am I watching? And then she turns off the TV. But at least we all know how Dawson was the summer of their senior year. Like, I can just imagine Dawson just sitting there and, like, watching videos of Joey of them as they're running on the playground and wadi da dee da I forgot that that was not a good summer for anyone. It's up, Pacey and Joey, who were just on the boat. We then see scene two of Joey. We see Joey walking down the street, and a boy named Warren comes over at his car and tells Joey, Hey, Warren Gary, I'm on, I'm on the way to school. You need a lift? And Joey says, Ah, oh, no thanks. I'm waiting for Ted Bunny. And starts walking away, but he starts talking again. And Warren tells her that Ted's a lucky guy. Joey then tells him 
that Ted Bunny is dead because he's a serial, but then Warren, of course, cuts her off because who does not cut off Joey? He goes, kill her. Yeah, I know. Executed in Florida, claimed porn, made him do it. So, come on, what do you say? I need the manners bad. And Joey asks Bush Badge, who's that? And he goes, community service. I'm going to say you're 80 and blind. And Joey tells him, well, I'm sure you'll be an equal scout by the end of the day. Warren says, exactly. So what do you say? Come on, help me out. He gives her a smile, and Joey, of course, gives him a smile back. I like that scene. Like, I know Warren in this whole episode is really going to get on my nerves. But he was also, like, how Joey did, like, kind of, like, she was rude in some ways, but not really. She was pushy in a lot of ways, but not really, because he was the one that was being pushy. But she always gave him, like, little smiles here and there, and I just thought it was really cute. Joey gets in and gets in the car. We see Joey then standing up on the Jeep as she sits down Warren says, so is the air cold or are you just happy to see me? And Joey was smiling until he said something like that. Joey then says, you had to do it. You had to involve my, my, my influence, my participation. Does that bother you single-handedly participate the stereotypes? And Warren says, does this mean we can get on the, get down on the sand? Get friendly down in the stand and then and then she started going on a whole rant and he goes you talk a lot and Joey just went oh and then it turns her head from him and she's like oh you think I talk a lot oh ha ha I'm not gonna talk at all Warren then asked uh, that's all her and her boyfriend Dawson do and I use the term loosely talk. Joey then tells him, you don't need to use the term at all, since Dawson is not her boyfriend. And Warren says, well, the, the boy, well, the boy poet I was referring to, and, and Joey gives him a look, and Warren says, what? You never seen the guy throw a baseball? Joey says, believe it or not, there's a, con a contractual between a slide and a sperm count. Warren asks, how do you know? I mean, you're obviously a virgin. And Joey just glares at him and then gives her, like, the nervous look that she does. But she's just like, you know how that look last episode where she kicked Pacey when she was talking about, well, if they're in love, well, who are I to stop them? And stuff like that. Like, she was just kind of tilting her head. That's what she's doing right now. Joey then says, how do you know that Dawson and I haven't been doing it for years? I mean... We could be intimate, we could be intimate in the Karen Cibrian, for all you know. And Warren says, oh, and Joey says, while turning to him, you know, I might be a virgin, but believe me, it's by choice. And he nods his head, like, right, right. And then she turns to look the other way, <laughs> and then they continue driving. I just like how Joey just, every time she's mad at someone when they're driving, she just turns her head. <laughs> and that's only been Pacey and Warren. That's the only people that she does it to. We then see scene one of Pacey. We see Dawson and Billy walking down the hallway. And as Billy is walking, down, walking away from Dawson, Dawson stops 
stops by pa who stopped by Pacey, who was at his locker. We see Pacey say hey, and pointing at Billy, he goes, What is he up to? Dawson says, We're cutting out of here. We're going to the club in Providence. And Pacey laughs as he puts his hand on Dawson's shoulder and says, Finally! Dawson's evil twin! This is what... This is going to be so much an impossible pleasure. Pacey then puts his stuff away, and Dawson's like, what are you doing? Which, Dawson, if you're planning on doing something, what makes you think that your best friend's not going to go with you? Like, every time I plan on going somewhere, I always have to include my best friend. Like, there's no single doubt about that. And Pacey says... You're cutting class to go to a nightclub and you're asking me what I'm doing? I mean, come, I'm coming with you, man. I wouldn't miss this for the world. Billy walks over and Dawson says, Billy. And Billy says, hey, so we're ready to go. And Dawson says, as he's he has to turn in his math homework and work out of here. And then Billy and Pacey look at each other, kind of disappointed, not going to lie. Just like, and Pacey's like, yeah. Walk on the wild side. <laughs> I like how Pacey says that. He's just like, this boy, gonna kill me. <laughs> but we then see Jen and Joey walk over, which this leads us to the only scene that we see of Pacey and Joey this episode. And it's kind of like they don't really talk, but they're, you all see what I mean. And Pacey smiles as Jen asks, what is Billy doing here? As Joey is just eyeing Pacey. Like, what is he doing here? What are you doing? <laughs> and Billy explains that... Billy explains what he's doing here and what they're doing with Dawson. And we can just continually see, like, as Jen was glistening and Joey was listening, Joey just kept eyeing at Pacey. Like, no words between them two, but I love how this is showed. Because it just kind of shows, like, it's like, as she's, like, continuing to talk, as Billy's continuing to talk, you can just see how Joey reacts to the kind of stuff. And Pacey just looks more and more guilty, but he was happy in the beginning of this. And then Billy explains, he told Dawson he knows this place since Dawson said that he couldn't get any. And Joey asks, what kind of place? And Billy says, let's just say they take cash and remarkably friendly. And Joey says, you're taking to my whorehouse? And Pacey's looking at Joey and Joey's glaring at Pacey. Dawson comes over behind the two girls like, got my math homework done. And it turns back to Pacey who looks guilty as Billy says, there is Dawson. And Joey is glaring at Billy. Billy then says, well girls, gotta run. And Billy and Pacey start to walk away. But as Billy's just kind of ignoring Jen, Pacey, like a gentleman that he is, says, Excuse me, asks, are they really going to a whorehouse? And Billy says, no, I was just kidding around. And Pacey says, oh. I like how Pacey just says, oh. And see it, scene three of Joey. We see it, Jen say to Joey that they're, as they're walking to class, I never had a whole lot of faith in guys, but she thought Dawson was different. <laughs> yeah, Jen, Dawson's very different. He just does nothing. Joey then says, yeah, he's different. Unfortunately, he's he's not as different as we thought. Jen says, yeah. And 
Joey then turns her body to face the door, kind of like, she's sad about Dawson. Like, I noticed this, and I was like, Joey, what are you doing? And then Jen says, listen, um, Joey, do you know that f football player, Warren? And Joey says, why? Jo Jen then asks, you didn't sleep with him, did you? And then Joey laughs and says, yeah, I slept with Warren Gary, right. I have, I have, after I gave the sponge to the Navy pilots. And then Scoffs asks, why would you even ask me that? And Joey says, he's telling everyone you did. And then we see a close-up of Joey's face and turns around. I love how this show just continues having close-ups of everyone's face. Like, I don't know why, that's just so funny to me. We then see scene two of Pacey. We see Pacey on a boat and we hear Billy as as he says he will be right back and Pacey says, Alright Dawson, one more time. You're not the type of guy who, who does something big because it feels good. And Dawson kind of laughs and says, while saying, Oh, there's an ultimate to live by. Pacey then says, by pointing down, what? You want examples of this? Alright. What's the first thing you did af after you announced this little road trip of ours? And it looks at Dawson and says, Remember? You know exactly what, what it was, it's, don't you? I love how Pacey will always do this kind of thing where he's like, where Dawson kind of looks guilty when he's trying to call him out. And then he's like, You know, don't you? And it's just kind of like, a best friend thing and this episode I actually kind of liked them together but like there was no like shame kind of in a lot of ways like or no jealousy no fights but it really did kind of show them as best friends um episode eight they had a lot of things where it made like Pacey really jealous of each other but in this episode it really did show like a good friendship and a good best friend like if, if I go wherever you go I will follow wherever you go I will be bound to follow <laughs> and that's kind of how that episode's like and then he says you turned in your math homework man hey those are good those aren't exactly good actions of rebel but nothing wrong with that and i love how he says there's nothing wrong with that like, like don't worry nothing wrong with that and he continues by saying you just care about what other people think about you you're the nice lawyer boy you like being the nice lawyer boy that just described dawson in about 20 different ways nice lawyer boy <laughs> and Dawson asks, oh, you're different? And Pacey says, hey, please, please, just, you know, talk to the school board and give a glance at my permit records. There's no comparison between you and me, Dawson. Everyone knows you're like Richie Comhan. Billy, he's folks. And <laughs> Dawson goes, congratulations, that makes you posse. And <laughs> And Pacey just stares at him. I don't know why that was such a funny scene to me. We then see scene four of Joey. We see Joey walk into the lunchroom and, and goes to Warren and taps him on the shoulder and says, We need to talk. 
And Warren then looks at the boys and says she needs to talk. Ugh, every single time I see this scene, it gives me, like, the creeps. Like, I hate when guys do this. And then looks up at Joey, and Joey's just kind of, like, walking away. And, well, he is snickering and shaking other guy's hands. And we see Joey then putting down her bag from across the room. And she stares at Warren with her arms crossed and as he sits down. And she goes, well, it wasn't very memorable, Warren. And the tone that she used in this is very scary, I will say that. It was like, what? Okay, you scared, Warren. And he goes, what? And the... Joey goes, the sex? I can't remember. And I will, well, you refresh my memory. And he goes, it was actually pretty good. You did eventually complain of, of fragile. And she goes, what is going on in that twisted head of yours? And Warren then stands up and says, look, this can be a win-win. And then Joey's face just looks at him like, excuse me. And she says, it's blank. And Warren says, our reps, okay, I got to love, I got one to live up to, and you have one too, and then Joey raises her eyebrow, and he goes, live down, and Joey scoffs as she says, and people thinking we're doing the deed will help my precious reputation, and Warren then says, well, well, you know how in basketball, there's a ma major and minor leagues, it's very example Lauren what in the world are you trying to say like I'm just gonna stop it right there because like first of all one this is a poor example like why would you want people to think you're doing the deed and I love how this show like shows like every time there's a popular kid it's like a um jock anyone notice that like like am I I don't even know like a single jock that is popular in my school. Like I can't name them at all. And I'm in band and I play marching band and I can't tell you who's popular and who's not popular. I love how TV shows like show like I'm kinda like Joey, where it's like I'm not popular, I'm not unpopular, but I'm in between. And it's kinda weird, you know what I mean? But like right here, I really hate how Warren just shows like He's, like, trying to make a point, but he goes, baseball. And I'm like, you're going to relate this to sports. And she probably doesn't even really care about sports. And then Joey says, yeah. And Warren says, well, think of it like this is your call-up show. And Joey then laughs a little and says, no shaming in the, f in the fly balls, but the wash-ups and the wannabes. <laughs> and then she goes, you're such a bastard. If you... If you're in the major leagues, well, I hope I never get an A-ball. And then, Joey just put herself in a situation that did not need to be put in. And she's, and he goes, Look, I will never, I never, I never said I'll be your boyfriend. And everyone's quiet as Joey shakes her head and walks away while she pushes her hair like Debbie Ryan. And we see Jen walking after her, or running after her. Can I just say, the fact that Jen ran after her is so sweet. Like, I'm gonna admit, Joey has been lightened up a little bit throughout the episodes. Like, she got a little bit better, especially this episode. But, like, how 
I always wondered how Dawson and Pacey would have reacted if they heard this rumor and saw her. Because it just shows Jen and it's trying to show like a girl and a girl and another girl relationship instead of like a boy girl relationship. Because I feel like no matter what, hey, this is just me and how I've been raised. I I'm always awkward when I have boys like boys that are friends. And so like I wouldn't I would kind of like expect them to run after me, but somehow I'd have been like I need a girl in this situation, which is kind of like sex sexist in a lot of ways, but in other ways it's not. So I love how they show Jen in this because then we see a scene five of Joey and we see Joey sitting on the staircase and then Jen walks over to say, I never believed it, you know. And Joey says, Sure. That's why you asked. And Joey and then Jen says, I only asked because I was concerned. And Joey just stares at her like, are you kidding me? Don't make that excuse. And Jen continues by saying, but I would have bet anything against it. Besides, I... And then Joey stops. And then Jen starts talking. And Joey goes, besides what? Jen then says, I don't know. I guess I always pictured you with someone different. Someone like... And Joey looks down, kind of annoyed. And she goes, Jen goes, you know, just a different type. And Joey purses her lips and nods her head. And I think that this scene is kind of like a little bit vulnerable. Because it's like, it's this guy, New Warren. He, he's giving out this rumor. And not like, Joey has gone through so many rumors in her life. And I feel bad for her at this point. But Warren is just giving out this like, hey, like, I had sex with this girl, and in truth, it never happened. And then Jen, still being the new girl, has no idea. Like, I have no idea what's happening. I have no idea what's going on. But here I am, and I think it could possibly be true. I mean, after all, she did say I took her name, blah, 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 too. She lost her virginity, too. But right now, Jen says that she thought she had lost her to a different type. Well, she does lose them to a different type. She lost, she lost her virginity to Pacey, not Warren, which is a good thing. And I love how Joey even knew herself, like, because she purses her lips and nods her head. Like, yeah, like, I thought so too, but here I am. And then she has walking upright, and Jen says, yeah, posable thumbs, the whole, whole bit, and maybe just a tad more sensitive than Warren Gary. Posable thumbs. This goes back to episode 6. I love how Jen mentioned that. Like, it really does show. I was telling someone the other day, if you ever want to, like, really have someone listen to you, mention the things that were mentioned a long time ago, because it will surprise you. I, um, like, I was talking about girl relationships, and one of the things that I noticed about a girl relationship, like a friendship, is that sometimes, like, when I tell jokes that were happening a long time ago, I just, it's just fun, because then they get it, but with boys, they also get it, but it's, like, with girls, like, you can make those type of jokes, because it would be awkward with a guy, I guess. It's just, just me. Maybe a lot of you are like, um, I have a lot of, I have a lot of guy friends, Emily, I don't know what you're talking about, and therefore I'm, like, good for you, because I can't make any... <laughs> And 
favorite guy friend that I like is just, yeah, I had one guy friend, he turned into a boyfriend, now I'm stuck with them for another year. And I just think, like, when you mention the little details to anybody, really, then it's gonna, like, show that you're listening, and it makes it more, the conversation more interesting. But I love how Jen just sits down next to Joey and then says, You know, Joey, maybe Dawson. And that was a really bad idea to mention that, Jen. Because then Joey goes, I didn't say anything about Dawson. And then Jen just shuts up right there. And then Joey continues as as far as Warren Carey and his pathetic fantasies go. Warren, can I guide you? I mean, being called a football football groupie could describe half the girls in this school. It's not a big deal. Jen then says, She's maybe stepping her boundaries here, but I think I know a way to get Warren back. And then Joey looks at her like, Like, what? And she goes, what? You know how to make a veto, veto doll or something? Like, how she says veto doll. Like, I can, <laughs> can imagine that happening. Like, yeah. I don't want to make a video about, like, make a whole churn for this whole entire episode. And Jen says she's serious. You know, guys like Warren have been getting away with this stuff for way too long. And then Joey just raises her eyebrows. And Jen says, so what do you say, Joey? Interested in a little payback? And then Joey smiles and she says, alright, I'm listening. So, there is one thing that I noticed in this, in this scene. And it's being the fact that, of course, like I said... Jen and Joey's relationship but it's at the end of the part where she's kind of like listening to what she has to say but she's kind of like I feel like Jen was trying this whole season to like not step with Joey and try not to mess with her and la di da di da but in another way she was really trying to get Joey to be her friend and I kind of felt bad in this whole like yeah nine episodes that I've been watching because like it's really hard for Joey to like open up especially with like now like this rumor is going on but luckily she has Jen because I feel like if she didn't have Jen I feel like she would just be sitting there on the staircase like can I go home now and as much as I said earlier like I'd love to see how Pacey and Dawson re reacted but I think that's what makes the episode so good is that we don't see how the, the people normally in her life reacted like we don't see Bessie we don't see Bodie we don't see we don't see Pacey we don't see Dawson like we just see Jen and I think that's what makes the episode so good is that it shows a girl and another girl's relationship and I wonder like what took them so long to write this I wonder if it was a different writer because I know that there's a lot of different writers throughout Dawson's Creek but we then see scene three of Pacey on the boat. We then see Pacey explaining to Dawson, let me put it this way. You know how the cartoon characters are trying to make a decision the good angel pops on one shoulder and how the devil angel pops on the other? And can I just say I love how you add the cartoon character? Like it's just, it just shows how silly that Pacey can be when he's trying to be serious. And, Pace, and Dawson says, yeah. And Pacey says, well... I don't have a good angel, Dawson. I have you. <laughs> and then he loses a good angel in season three. And Dawson then go looks at him like, huh? And 
He then looks down and says, I'm not interested in your gig any your gig I'm not interested in your gig. Doesn't work on me anymore. Billy then says, I swear to God you are like my parents. Hang tight, I'm gonna still have an hour is and Billy leaves and notice I notice that Pacey taps him on the back a little. Pacey then says, You know what? Need to need I remind you Mind you of the toilet paper on Coach Rowling's house. Dawson then says, here, we go, here you go again, including the fun with your youthful indiscretions. And Pacey goes, youthful, youthful indiscretions? What am I, running for sentence? Okay, granted, Dawson, for the high-minded conversation, you're the man. Generally speaking, you're a good ultimate in action verbs and Dawson goes verbs and Pacey says yeah action words rebel house party and Dawson says okay when did a party become an action word then it and then Pacey goes the year that you and I became became into high school Dawson okay you're gonna have to trust me on this sometimes friendship means taking part in stupid stuff no judgment no no question asked and no deconstructions of the event. Okay. This is very, very true. <laughs> and I love how Pacey knows this and Dawson's like, what do you mean? It, I guess in this sense, it's not like my type of friendship and my type of friendships or like where we go to a train track and we almost get ran over by a train. True story, actually. <laughs> like me and my friend, me and my best friend, we were walking on train tracks, God knows why, and <laughs> and as we were walking, we heard a train, and so if this does not describe my personality and her personality mixed up in one, um, <laughs> she goes, "Look, there's a train," and I'm like, "Oh God!" and then I like roll over off the tracks, and she's like, "Get up, get up, or it's gonna kill us," and. I'm just laying there. My legs don't, I can't, it doesn't have any feelings. And I'm just like, what in the world happened? And the train comes by and we almost get hit by a train. And she's like, our stuff. And I'm just plain laughing. So I guess in a lot of ways, this does not describe Pacey and Dawson's friendship, but it does describe like a best friend relationship. And I'm kind of sad that we never really got to see that until the next scene, but and then that way, I'm like, mm, this is not very dangerous. I know what dangerous is, and Pacey and Dawson never really do it. Dawson then says, you don't think I'm capable of that? <laughs> no. No, Dawson, I don't think you're capable of that. And Pacey says, let's just say I've seen no evidence of, to that contrary. And Pacey and Billy then joins them and says he doesn't like what those guys are doing. And we see the guys messing with an old lady and Dawson asks, why is that? And Billy says, they're harassing everyone from seagulls to citizens. Well, it's not my idea of fun. Pacey says, well, what do you, what do you say we get them a little instant karma, huh? Maybe an eye on the tailpipe? And Billy says, I was thinking maybe we could slash your tire or something. Is Billy really supposed to be this dangerous guy and that's what he comes up with? Dawson says, oh, that's imaginary. 
And Billy says, you got a better idea? And Dawson says, yeah, I do. And Pacey goes, oh, I can't wait to see this. And Dawson says, good angel this, Pacey. You ever seen American Graffiti? And Pacey and Billy just look at one another like, huh? We then see scene six of Joey. I love this scene so much. We see Joey at the copy machine and... Abby opens the door and says, well, 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 if it isn't Miss Warren Gary. Joey looks up and says, so you know, and then looks back down. And Abby goes, well, this is high school. This is news, and this is high school. That's very true. Joey then looks down and says, and she looks like she's going to cry, and she covers her face and pushes back her hair. She goes... He swore he wouldn't tell anyone. He told me he loved me. And Abby goes, $1,000 pyramid. Things guys say in the back seat. And Joey said, you can add no need for protection to that list. And Abby then goes, what? And Joey, covering her eyes while sighing, she goes, I'm so stupid. <laughs> Abby then, being the teenager that wants all the drama, goes, what are you trying to say? And we hear Joey sniffing and rubbing her her fingers through her hair and she says We just started we just started off just calling all the time. He'd be so sweet and one time he got me a stuffed frog at Coney Island Coney Island. I'm sitting here in a bench of Coney Island, wondering where my baby went. The fast times Okay, so that's all the time what I did wrong. And brought it back to me. The first time we made love, he, he cried. And Abby goes, Warren Gary? And Joey nods his head. Joey nods her head, and then she she was like, that was before the pea strip turned blue. And Abby goes, blue? And then Joey nods her head. And we see Abby go, oh my god. And then shuts the door. She whispers, do you know what this means? And Joey goes, yeah, I do. And Abby goes, Abby whispers, you're pregnant. And Joey then rubs her fingers through her hair and says, yeah, I know. And Abby goes, if... And Abby gasps if Warren knows. And Joey looks down at the printer and then looks back up at Abby and says, he told his friends it was my problem and my problem only. I love her tone of voice in this. Like, I can hear it in my head. One person asked last week if I watched a video why putting all my put recording this and the answer to that is no i actually just read what i wrote which sometimes it's good and sometimes i'm like emily what the heck did you write and it usually takes me a good few hours so if you're ever wondering that's what i do but i just love how she says my problem with my problem only <laughs> and we see joey sniffing as she looks down at the printer and then abby go Look, that sorry puke, and Joey nods, and she lets out a sniff, and Abby then scoffs and says, again, that sorry puke, and then opens the door and then slams it, and then we see Joey smiling as she looks down at the printer while stretching and getting her book. This is why I love Joey. This is plainly why I love Joey. In my notes it says, this is why I love Joey, because Joey's just so funny in this scene. Scene. Guys, 
with beers as Pacey watches them get a chain up the engine. This goes back to the train thing. Not very dangerous, but at the same time, this is their version of dangerous. And I love how we see Pacey's face as he waits for Dawson. He's doing the same thing, basically, what what Pacey gives them, like the tailgate thing. He just puts it underneath the, um, he puts a chain on their tail. I guess, no, not tail. On their engine, I guess. And he's just kind of like trying, but he really feels with it. And I love how there's this one scene, and we see a Pacey as we were as we were waiting, and it's just so cute. He has like his lip in this one scene, and he just looks so concentrated. Like I wonder what Dawson's gonna do. And then we see Dawson come back to Pacey and Billy as the two guys were still messing with that old lady, now like pouring beer on the windshield. And Dawson jumps in the car, and then we see them. Go, 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 go. And we see Pacey boom the mid. And he goes, Yee! And then we, we see his hands up in the air. And the two guys are stuck as Billy is driving away while Dawson and Pacey are cheering on, like, Look, yes, look what I did. But I think Dawson took it way too far because he just continues doing it the whole time until they're back. But I love this scene so much because it shows the mooning. But, like, I think it's kind of funny that, like, we didn't see, like, the whole thing, but we did kind of see a little bit of Joshua Jackson's butt, which does not bug me, because I have seen The Affair, and if you've seen The Affair, you know exactly what I'm talking about when we say we've seen Joshua Jackson's thing. We saw the first episode. And then, and then it's just kind of funny how even Katie Holmes said that, like, Joshua Jackson moons people on the set. So I'm pretty sure that this was an easy text for Joshua. Then we see scene five of Pacey. We then see Pacey playing with, playing with Dawson a pool, and Billy asks if he has some companion, companionships that he has been picking his eye on, and to Dawson. And Dawson is like, nah, I'm, I'm just showing some pool. Like, Dawson, what was the whole point of you getting out of here just going to show pool the whole time? And then Billy says, you got to stay on top of things. And he says, I bet Pacey is letting business get in, getting in a way with business. And Pacey says, no. And then he shoots and he says, pick your pick. The blonde lady at the bar, tank top standing at the jukebox, leather pants at the foolish ball. And the whole... And then he makes a hole in one and says, rank them. And then Billy says, now that's a beautiful scene. Well, Dawson's just standing there. And it kind of shows how much Pacey looks at women. Well, Dawson just plainly does not. Goes back to the magazine thing. We just, we just know that Pacey's a ladies' man. And see scene seven of Joey. We then see Mrs. Tringle say to a group of students at school, including Joey, she says that thank you everyone for helping with the college fair. She will see them in a couple hours. She then stops Joey and says that they need to have a word with her. I like how Mrs. Tringle says word. I don't know. She just, she still, now she gives me the vibes of my seventh grade counselor, which is even more scary than the librarian. Because my middle school counselor, honestly, scared me half to death. (laughs) 
And then they sit down, and Mrs. Tringle goes, Joey, with a school this size, it's, it's difficult to keep secrets, and Joey says, yeah, tell me about it. Mrs. Tringle goes, girls your age often make mistakes, and Joey then says, well, boys have been known to make a few mistakes themselves. And Mrs. Tringle says, true, but the price they pay seems too, seems to be so much less. I hate that scene so much. I don't know. It's so true in a lot of ways. Like, it's sad that, like, I'm sorry I have to say this when I say it. It's sad that, like, people have sex with other people, or whether they want to or whether they not want to, and then they get pregnant, or something happens. And, and it's never really the guy, obviously, that gets pregnant, and they have to live through this, and they have to go... The girl has to live through this, and the girl has to do this, and it, sometimes the guy doesn't even know that they were pregnant, and they just have a child in the world with this. I know that's not the situation here, but I don't like how Miss Jingle goes, but the price they pay is so much less, because it's so true, but yeah, it's so sad all at once. And Miss Jingle goes, you are going to, you are going to be going through some tough times ahead, and I want you to I want to make sure that you're prepared. And Joey goes, excuse me? And Miss Jingle says, the family living course here offers some valuable preps. And Joey laughs and says, what? Isn't that the class you carry around a sack of flour and pretend like it's a baby? You guys, okay, my school doesn't have like a parenthood class. However, it does have like a child development class and that's what I'm trying to get into. And I, it's called lifespan development, I think. And I'm trying so hard to get into this class because they actually have like real like not real babies but like fake baby dolls and they like cry and stuff and I don't know why but I know it's gonna be like a pain when it actually comes but that sounds like a dream to me and I have been wanting to do that since like middle school and now it's coming up to my senior year and I'm so excited and I probably get to do it and as soon as I heard like the the sack of flour as soon as I as soon as I heard Joey say like the sack of flour I was like that's what I'm planning on doing my senior year. Hopefully I get in. I'm hoping I get in. And I'm just, I'm really nervous about it in a lot of ways, but it's the one class that I really, really need to get into. And then Mrs. Tringle goes, that's only part of it. I know face seems manageable now, but child reversing is full of trust. And then Joey goes, what? Let me, let me pack you up to two on that one and then we see joey walking out and i thought this scene with warren was funny because you see warren walking out and he's going to his locker and then we see him like the first thing on his locker was anyone could make a baby but it takes a real man to make a father then we see him ripping off the sticker and there it and he opens up his locker and we see a baby doll and we see a baby shoe and we see a baby bottle and he takes all of it out and we hear some people laughing in the background and it's Slim Squawker and that's the last scene we see of that. We then see scene six of Pacey. We then see that Billy say, you notice how Pacey has his eye on three pretty girls? The man knows it's all about numbers and Pacey goes, and Dawson goes numbers, and we just see Pacey just trailing along as Billy explains how Pacey knew in 15 seconds what a woman wants to see. 
And Dawson and Billy are against the wall. And Pacey says, wish me luck, boys, because here I come. And we see Pacey walks away. We then see Pacey try to hit on this girl. And I don't know why you thought this was going to work. Somehow it does not work, but yeah, you can get a 36-year-old to sleep with them. Just amazes me. Good job, Pacey. We then see him go, hey there, I'm a drummer for, from Pearl Jam. You? And the girl goes, you're dumber than who? And Pacey goes, he, and then walks away as Dawson has like this whole plan to get a woman and it works while Dawson goes back to Billy and and Billy asks if he has met anyone special. And he goes, I did, she didn't. And then he goes, damn, check out Dawson. That girl's fine. And then we see that. I just love how Dawson gets the girl this time. Or girl, really woman. Well, Pacey does not. We then see scene eight of Joey. We then see Joey at Graham's and Jen's win house window as Jen was eating. And we just see like Joey kind of peeking in. I don't know why that seems just so funny to me. Joey then, uh, Jen then tells her to come on in. She goes, uh, come on in. Joey then came in and Joe. And Jen goes, how's my favorite mother to be? And Joey goes, actually, not so good. Look, I just came here to tell you, I think we should call the whole thing off. And Jen goes, what? Why? And Joey explains, it's too much. I don't, I don't like being in the middle of everything. Mrs. Tringle wants me to sign up for the mommy and me class. And then Jen smiles. And she, Jen, Joey continues by saying, yeah. Williams, that aid madkin, offered to marry me today. It, it's nothing to compare to what they're doing to Warren. I wish that we saw that scene, because I'm pretty sure that was a funny scene with Joey. Jen then goes, oh, wait a minute. You know that guy gets everything that, that has come to him. And Joey goes, maybe, I don't know. And Jen goes, Joey, that guy treated you with no sets. That hurts, I know. And then she kind of trails off. And then Jen, Joey completely got it. And she goes, oh. And she makes this face. And she goes, so that's what this is about. And Jen goes, what do you mean? Joey says, you don't care about me. You're just looking for some com convinced revenge scenario to to dump all your revenge man, man anger. Is that what you... Is that what Dawson was for you? Just some pasty to take a fall for all the guys who treat you bad? Oh no, Joey. Joey, no, don't do that. And then Jen goes, don't, Joey. All right, don't. Don't turn this into a Dawson thing. And Joey goes, you know, the real question was, why did I listen to you in the first place? I mean, Dawson was probably the first decent guy you ever gone out with. And look what you did. You drove him right through the arms of a prostitute. Oh, <laughs> Joey, I love you, but you messed up there. Don't say that to people. Just, I would be, um, I would be like Dawson at the end where she just pats him on the head. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, first of all, Joey, calm down. It's okay. But Dawson does not like you. So why are you trying to say stuff to Jen? Like, is that really going to change anything? 
No, it's not. <laughs> and then Jen, and then Jen says, Joey, you took that one way too far. You know what the truth is? Okay, the truth is, since Dawson and I broke up, you've been scared to death. Can I just, can I just give it a round of applause for Miss Jen over here who does know that Joey likes Dawson, but Dawson is completely clueless. So now that we know, like, Jen knows, Pacey knows, who else knows? We may never know. And, oh, I'm pretty sure Warren knows because he thinks that it's the boyfriend. I don't. Now thinking about it, I'm pretty sure someone, like, said, Oh, your boyfriend and I, like, always get plushed and I always act like Joey. So, like, now it makes sense. But at the same time, I'm like, how does everyone know? But Dawson is completely clueless. Like, how does that work? And Joey says, Oh, please. And Jen says, You've been scared because now there's no more excuses. There's no one else to blame. And now, when Dawson treats you like, Good old understanding Joey, just one of the guys, Joey. I'm not gonna be around for I'm not gonna be around for you to hate. And you know he will treat you like that, Joey. Pop off, Jen. And it's really true what Jen said. I think it kind of shows how Joey and Dawson are in a lot of ways and how everyone kinda sees that but no one like Jen and Joey and Dawson ever see it. And Joey storms out because I think she knows it's true as well. Like it kinda like hit her nerve. But she knew that this scene was very, very true. Like, she's like, oh, she's not wrong. And then stormed away. And then we see scene nine of Joey. We then see Joey reading a flyer as she was at the college fair. And Abby is smiling at her and rolls her eyes and then walks over to Jen and says, imagine what, what she would look like with the ball, bowling ball in her uterus. And she goes, don't bother. Jen then goes, what do you mean? I thought she was, and Abby goes, not a chance. That girl is comic relief. Speaking of which, Warren Gary was called into the nurse's office this afternoon for a lecture on constant section. And Jen goes, well, good. He could use it. And Abby goes, you don't get it. Warren is the last person who needs that lecture. What you heard was a lie that made by, by a pathetic by a pathetic sophomore a puppy who wants a popular boyfriend the whole time we see like a zoom in of Joey. Besides, Warren couldn't fertilize a garden. And Jen asks, what do you mean? And Abby goes, I had a chat with my friend Elise today. She used to date Warren. She dated him for six months. She used to make him spirit cookies before every game. She bought a 400 dress for, for a dance he fell to show up to. And Jen goes, okay, your point is, according to Belize, Warren, Warren had one significant failure as a boyfriend. Let's just say he had a spot spot for a lady in a fortunate location. Jen heavily sighs over and then walks over to Joey, and she whispers that Abby just said to her, and Joey's eyes in this just went wide, and can I just say that she looks adorable in this scene? But, oh gosh, Warren, poor Warren over here has no idea what's going to happen to him. We then see scene seven of Pacey. And we see Billy talking to Dawson about, hey man, like, he was going on this big long list. And I'm just going to read this because I just like the ending of this. 
Billy goes, hey man, what are you doing here? You gonna pull the trigger? Because they were at the bar and Tasty was also there. And Dawson says, I guess not. And Billy says, you practically, you, you had her practically begging for you. Listen, Dawson, for your for future reference, getting lucky comes down to a simple Beetle Stones question. And Dawson goes, what? Billy then says, do you want to hold her hand or do you want to spend the night with her? Many women say they're looking for a beetle. But trust me, they're looking for something a little bit more tangled. And Dawson says, ah, thanks, I'll keep that in mind. And Pacey goes, you know what, guys, maybe we should get out of here. Because <laughs> Pacey's like, this is not going to go well. This is not going to go well. <laughs> and Billy says, ah, you know, it's funny watching you with this girl. So it makes sense that why you blew the whole thing with Jenny. And Dawson says, I don't get you. You came into town to break me and Jen up. Mission accomplished. Are you pouting now because some things didn't go to plan? And Billy goes, what? Dawson says, you don't think I know what, why you wanted me to get lucky tonight? So you could whisper in Jen's ear and convince her that all men's are dogs and assume that, that she seeks your comfort? And Billy goes, oh, for all that wisdom, you sure bite hard, Dawson. Dawson then goes, hard enough to know that... That's not my style. Man, it's yours. In fact, your style is pathetic. You know, it's if you had Jen's best interest in her, you stay away from her. Billy then goes, Do you know these were the exact same words that her dad used? He told me he sent her away. Do you think it's funny you sound like her dad? I do. And Dawson says, It's better than sounding like her loser ex-boyfriend. And Billy... Dawson, you messed up because Billy then goes, Well, I'm sorry you feel that way, Dawson. And since two guys probably wouldn't want a loser like me hanging around, I'll tell you what, have some fun home, boys. Have some fun take home. And Billy takes out his wallet and puts it on the table, and then he and then he leaves. And I just love Pacey's reaction to this whole scene like he's like oh no oh god oh god he's just like his face kind of says it all and then Pacey's like you think you could have waited until we got back into Cape Side to throw thrown out the last comment Dawson and Pacey and Dawson are just left there sitting thinking about everything that happened with Billy I just poor Pacey you just you just wanted a good time he's like where we go I will be Follow, go, oh, and he's like, home now. <laughs> we then see scene 10 of Joey at her walker. And it sees Joey sitting on the stairs, and Warren goes to his locker, and Joey goes, hey, lover boy, spare a minute? And Warren says, you know, it's been a really long day. And Joey goes, oh, my heart bleeds. And Warren goes, Look, I know you're not too through with me, but here's an idea. One way to get rid of a lie is to make it the truth. So, maybe you and me. And then Joey cuts him off and says, You know, I'm afraid I could, I would be work over something that's quite the anti-climax. And Warren goes, What? And I love how Joey just stands up and says, your reviews are in Warren, and frankly, you have them banned, and then smirks at him. And Warren goes, so, what is this, some kind of sophomore threat? And Joey goes, no, 
just a reminder that if one person says something, it's a rumor. But if two, hmm, it's gospel. But probably not planning on dating anyone soon, so... And then she shrugs. But can I just say, the way that Joey just looks in this whole scene, I'm like, dangerous, Joe, dangerous, I love it. And <laughs> also, what was Warren's thought in this whole process? Like, you and me? Like, are you just gonna... The rumor was that you had sex and that you got pregnant, but alright. <laughs> like, don't make that the truth. You know, especially what was going on with him. Don't make that to shoot. Warren goes, alright, what do you want? And Joey says, complete and utter denial. And Warren goes, fine. And we see Joey smiling. Warren then goes, just so you know, the reason why I picked you up this morning was, I thought it would be nice. And Joey rolls her eyes and she's, she just knows the same thing as me. The only reason why you picked her up, Warren, was because of community service. Or whatever it was at this point. You, you told her that you thought, you told her that you were going to list her as 80 and blind. So, what makes you think that she's going to believe you there? Tip boys, don't do that. And he goes, Saturday night I have plans, but they're breakable. What do you say? And for a public official grouping optional date, this gave me, like, ugh. I don't know what it was. I did not like this. You don't treat a woman like this and then just expect her to go out with you. First of all, I would have smacked that boy in the face, and I kind of wish that Joey would. But Joey said, then tells him, yeah, sure, uh, yeah. Let me just pick up, pick me up after my limb, and she walks away, and he's just smiling while staring at her. I don't know why, but this scene, like, it's just so, what is this scene? Like, I kind of, it kind of shows how Joey's just always, like, gospel in a lot of ways because like no i feel like no matter what joey never really got a break and that's probably how she's feeling because uh especially how she's sitting at the stairs that first scene after the how she got into that gossip i feel like joey was just sitting there because she felt like she could never take a break and now here she is having another gossip and she even said like well, one person says it, it's a rumor, but one, when another person says it, it's gossip. Because I feel like that's how she probably felt with her dad, her mom, and everything. And now here she is, actually being the talk of the school kid. We then see scene 8 of Pacey. We see Dawson and Pacey sitting outside on a bench, and Pacey says, So you got all Cape side to get Jen off your mind. Did it work? And Dawson says, no. I just love how Dawson at first, his first reaction was, no. <laughs> and he says, I don't know, maybe for a while. And Pacey then looks at him and says, alright, am I going to have to wait all night or are you going to tell me what happened outside that club with that woman? And again, I love how he calls her a woman. Like, I just love how Pacey always calls women women and girls women. Like, no matter what, there was always, he never said girl unless it was to get. But the only time that he called a woman a girl, which was Tamara, was because he was trying to get Dawson's attention. Or he went, like, I finally got the girl. 
That was so sad. Now we see him outside the bar. Again, this kind of shows that Pacey, like, he was trying to get more. Like, he was trying to move on from Tamara. And it kind of worked for a little bit. Next episode, it really will work. I just feel like it kind of, like, shows it, but not really at the same time. Dawson then looks at him and kind of laughs and then looks down as he says, Nothing happened. I just went to her car and nothing happened at all. And Pacey says, Alright, so you're just wearing that lipstick as a fa fashion statement, right? And then he has both elbows him and it. he starts laughing as Dawson wipes off the lipstick. Okay, so... This was one thing I noticed about Joshua Jackson. Whenever I hear his cough, it's just so funny to me. Because, like, these are small details of Pacey in each scene. And this is the last scene we see of Pacey. But this is what I'm talking about with the friendship. Like, their friendship in this episode was so good. And I absolutely adored it. But one thing, the reason why I'm bringing up his laugh was because I was watching this movie called Bro... Um... Ronnie and Julie, and I heard his laugh in it, and I was like, are you sure that's Joshua Jackson? And I'm like, oh my goodness, it is, but it was like 16-year-old Joshua Jackson, I believe, like 15 maybe. It came out in 1997, and when I heard his laugh, I was like, oh, I forgot how cute that was. <laughs> like, it was probably around this time period, too, but I just... I couldn't really watch the whole thing because it was haircut. I wish it was a little bit more, but I was kidding. I watched the whole thing, but it was based off of Romeo and Juliet, and it was it was actually a really cute scene. But if you ever seen Mighty Ducks, I know I mentioned Mighty Ducks in episode seven because Dawson's Creek mentioned it. And can I just say that the person that plays the that plays Charlie, aka Joshua Jackson's love interest, is actually the love interest in that movie. And the reason why I bring this up was because I just love Joshua Jackson in every scene. And I just wanted to say, if you have not watched this at all, it is free on YouTube. So definitely go search up Ronnie and Julie. We then see scene 11 of Joey. We then see Joey knocking on Graham's doors and Jen is out there reading a book and I know we're not talking about Jen but can I just say she looks really pretty in this scene and she looks up to see Joey and says hey and Joey and then says come on in and Joey looks and then Joey comes in with ice cream and says look I'm having an ice cream anti-social want to join me Jen says, yeah, yeah, sure. And then we see Joey sit down and tell her that the Warren Gary information is profusing. And Jen says, rumor has it that his public trash is already making rounds. Joey then says, well, it's news. And it says high school. <laughs> Copy Abby Morgan, I see. Love, <laughs> Joey. I love you, Joey. Jen then says, oh, cookie dough. And Joey says, yeah. That's me. That is me right there. I always eat cookie dough. And then we see it's quiet for a minute. And Jen, this is one of the most vulnerable scenes that I've seen of Joey and Jen together. And Jen says, 
So what do you think, Joey? Is there any way we can keep Dawson from coming in between us? And Joey looks at her and smiles and says, Yeah, sure. He's... He's only in love with one of us. I hate but love this scene all at once. Okay, Joey, let's, let's kind of think this through for a minute. First of all, she's outside eating ice cream with Dawson's love interest. That sounds like a me thing to do, to be honest. And I kind of feel bad for Joey because she's just eating cookie dough. And Jen's like, you're right. And as Joey starts to eat the ice cream, she looks up at her confused. And Jen says, it's a lot easier be than being his object of, of infatuation. And Joey looks up at her and smiles. And I, I like this scene because it really does show, like I said earlier, with the girl that Joey always needed someone to be there for her. And I think in this scene, I think it might be like a few scenes with just Jen and Joey like this. But I wish that we saw it more because I think I said this a few episodes ago. Joey always needed a girlfriend. Like not a guy friend, but a girlfriend. And I feel like when you put those things together, when she's sitting out there eating a tub of ice cream with her friend or with her friend that's really just not her friend whatsoever. It shows how much she needed this moment. And, you know, I feel like in a lot of ways she might have needed this when she was 13 and now she's finally getting it. And it goes back to episode one where she had no clue what the heck she was doing when June came over. Like, she didn't know what to say. She didn't know what to do. And now here she is sitting with Dawson's love interest while he's going out doing god knows what to her god knows what to whatever woman because that's what they're thinking in their mind even jen's like after today she highly doubts either one of us will be fighting for his affections and joey says i know what you mean i mean just picturing dawson just so male it's just i don't know it makes me nauseous all day and it goes back to the hurricane episode because i feel like the most vulnerable episodes with Joey at the moment is without Pacey besides episode 8 and episode 7 but like the most vulnerable one at the moment was when she was in the hurricane episode because it really showed how Joey needed that girlfriend to talk about Dawson with and now here she is eating ice cream and she's talking about every single thing that's going on I love this episode so much because of it. And then she goes, you think you're already? And Jen goes, um, while Joey just looks completely nauseous. Poor Joey. Like, poor Joey. And then that was the last scene of Jen and Joey. And then this is the last scene of Joey. And the last scene all together. We then see Joey sitting in Dawson's bedroom. And Dawson then comes in. And Joey goes so did you get what you were going there for and dawson goes i was a non-sex machine joey you know me and then takes off his sweatshirt and he goes how was your day and joey says ah walked around cape side start starting full full back got knocked up this was a friend zone moment right here like literally in my notes it says friend zone moment in all caps he just pats her on the head and says, that's nice, while yawning. 
Like, that's it? That's all you're gonna say about that moment, Dilson? And I, I don't know. It, it just kind of proves, again, with the whole Jen and comparison to the guy thing. Joey needed that guy from moment friend. <laughs> Joey needed that girlfriend moment other than a guy friend moment because now she's stressing over whether Dawson did it or not and he just pats her on the head like gets nothing out of it. Like you know me Joey. But why didn't Dawson ask her about the knockup part? Like he didn't say anything he just pats her on the head. That's it. I'm sorry. This just amazes me. We see Dawson flop on the bed, and Joey says, Was it good, clean, fun, Dawson? And he goes, Not exactly. And Joey, face, it just, it just completely drops. I feel bad for Joey at this moment. And then she does this smile, and she says, Tell me about it. And he goes, I will. I just, <laughs> I just walked in her face when she said, Tell me about it. Like, she was just so hopeful that nothing was going to go wrong. And the problem is, I know this feeling. I'm pretty sure everyone knows this feeling. Where you're, like, waiting for the guy or the girl or whatever to tell you what's happening. And then you just end up not. <laughs> like, it's so sad. And then we see him say, Look, Joey, there's so much I want to tell you, but I'm so tired. I haven't slept in 24 hours. This reminds me of the beach episode in season uh, season five where he was talking to pacey and he goes i haven't slept in 48 hours and i don't know he's such a baby when it comes to sleep which is such a me thing i would have been napping for like hours and hours after staying awake for 24 hours i haven't even all week long i've just been sleeping that's probably why i sound so like tired inside right now because Last night I tried to record and I just fell asleep there. I could not do it. So, Dawson, I'm surprised you stayed up for 24 hours because I would have been sleeping on that bench angry. And then he yawns and she says, You know, I can wait. It's okay. But in her face, you can tell it's absolutely not okay. And he says, Okay. And then turns and but stops and he says, Hey. And she looks over. And he says, For a while tonight, nothing reminded me of Jen. It's like a world with no blinders on. And then he turns to go to bed and I just, I just love how Joey gets up and tucks him in and then sits back and she says, yeah, I can wait. And we see a zoom out of Joey watching Dawson sleep, just like how Pacey watched her sleep, which this leads me to a point that I want to say. It's, season one is a lot like season three. And I know I haven't really talked about Pacey and Joey that much in a, in a creek, like, in this individual part. However, I will say one thing that I noticed about this, and it just reminded me after talking about all this. Joey was a lot like Pacey in season three. He didn't have anyone to really talk to about it besides Jen and there was a lot of things going on and then in season one the only person that Joey has to talk to is Jen and I feel like at the end of it all as we're zooming out it just reminds me of the fireplace as she's just sitting there and it's like how Pacey was just sitting there watching Joey 
And I feel like when you love someone that deeply that you can just watch them sleep and they'll have no clue. The only difference was that Pacey loved Joey a little, like, a little bit more that he wouldn't, like, harass Jen. But he loved her a lot where he would just tell her and Joey couldn't tell her. But both of them were scared to ruin the friendships of other people. And I feel like in this season, Pacey noticed a lot of the times. And it's kind of sad that Joey just had to sit there and act like everything was okay. And as we're watching him sleep and we're watching Joey sit there, it was a lot different than season three because the difference was Pacey would do literally everything for Joey. And meanwhile, Joey is just sitting there, not really, not saying that she's not doing anything for Dawson, but she's not saying anything. She's not really, well. And then Joey is just kind of sitting there and she's like, tell me about it. Tell me this, tell me that. And that was her version of saying, this is me here. I'm here right now. Dawson, tell me what's going on. Well, Pacey literally built a and b with her. So anyway, that was my point that. And my whole take on this episode, because that was the end, the end, but my whole take on this episode was the fact that Joey and Pacey were a lot alike, still trying to look for each other, but they're trying to like discover what's happening in this world. And I feel like in the next episode, literally, they cling to each other. And it just shows how much they needed each other in a lot of ways. Because Pacey's like, oh, like, I didn't realize how much fun this would be. But in this episode, we kind of saw more of the friendship sides, like, outside of who they are as Pacey and Joey. We saw more of what Joey and Pacey were like with different people. And I just, I love this episode a lot. But it was hard to explain in details with Pacey and Joey. It was a good episode. Anyway, if you like to follow me on Instagram, that's Twitter and Potter. If you like to follow me on TikTok, that's Pasty and Jelly. Can I just say that TikTok is really stupid in a lot of ways? Because I just got like 33,000 like views, but yet I only gained like probably 20 followers. And it's just so sad. I will say that. Um, I feel like every single time I get on TikTok, I have more Instagram followers and more people listening. So I'm very happy about that. So if this is your first time listening, make sure to go listen to the other episodes. And I'll be honest, all of them, the drawings that I made, they're always in the highlights. If anyone's interested, I had a question about that yesterday. And I was like, yes, because I was asking everyone what they thought about my page when they first saw it. And lastly, if you would like to subscribe to my newsletter, it will be in the description. If you would like to follow my new Instagram, remember the edits that I was talking about in the beginning, that will be in the show notes. And I hope you guys have a great week. I hope that you smile and I hope you have fun this week. And that's everything. Have a good week. Bye.